everybody, it's Masako here, and I am flying on this bonus episode solo here up on the lookout, and I thought I would actually share something that I usually do on my YouTube channel. And if you don't know what I do on YouTube, I make videos about Dragon Ball discussions, but most importantly, what ifs. And I thought I would actually bring that to the podcast sphere, and generally just give you a taster of what you can expect should you want to go to the YouTube channel itself. If you are a listener to the Up On The Lookout podcast or a general subscriber on my YouTube channel, I really ask you to help share the Up On The Lookout podcast as well as these bonus episodes to anybody who is interested in audio kind of presentations, and it will really bring people to long-form Dragon Ball discussions. And also, if you'd really like to help contribute to Up on the Lookout and help out with the server costs, you can actually donate to the Patreon at masuko.cc slash lookout, and I'll leave a link to that in the description. But why am I here today? Well, if you hadn't guessed from the title itself, we are actually bringing one of my what-ifs from the YouTube channel to here. We're actually doing one of my more recent stories, but one I really feel quite close to. And that is the hypothetical story of what if Frieza turned good? Before you either gasp with glee or recoil with uncertainty and plenty of eye rolling, do hear me out here. This isn't going to be something that we saw with Deborah in the Boo Saga, where he pulled a completely unnatural, albeit hilarious 180. No, no, no. This idea, I feel, is going to require a lot of thought and logic behind it that would make sense within the story of Dragon Ball. For ages, I thought this was beyond reason and not anything that could be viable. However, in recent times, I've really thought, you know what, let's just get into it and give it a try. So today, I ask you just to take a breather for about 15 minutes or so and listen to the first part of Frieza's adventure into potentially becoming a good person. And if you do like this story, I will make more of these bonus episodes in between our main Up on the Lookout podcasts. So, let's get rolling. Now, the first question is this for any new what if. Where does it begin? What particular moment sows the seeds of change within the world of Dragon Ball? Do we go far back like what we did for my What If Bardock Convinced the Saiyans story, which you can find on my channel? Or do we make this a recent occurrence during the days of Dragon Ball Super, where we've seen Frieza being a team player, and yes, we know it's for his own personal gain, but it's a lot more than what he would have done when he was younger. In any case, we are going to be starting during the Nemec Saga, at a similar time to another What If, what if Frieza listened to Goku? Now, this was my next best solution back in the day to try and answer the question about Frieza having an about face with a thing that seemed pretty realistic, but now we're actually upping the ante. We begin with the moment that we all know. Frieza gets duped by the two Destructo Discs and lands on the ground in a heap. Like in the previous What If, he decides to take Goku's advice about using the Saiyan's key to escape the planet before it blows up. Reluctantly, he watches the Saiyan he had been tussling with fly away. How dare that monkey make a fool of me! I'll show him one day, or maybe right now. Instead of using Goku's key immediately with a blast, Frieza gets an idea to lure Goku into a trap, stalling the time. Monkey, wait! Use my ship! Goku stops in his tracks. Is this Frieza 
helping him? It can't be true. What do you mean? Your ship is still around in this chaos? Don't underestimate my craft, fool. It can withstand anything the galaxy can throw at it, or even me when I'm having a tantrum. Come, I remember where it was parked. Frieza flies as fast as he can given his condition, and Goku chooses to follow. King Kai can sense this going down and is watching closely. If things get hairy, he may have to step in and rescue Goku mid-splody, because as we know, he does know instant transmission. They get to Frieza's ship and it's resting on top of chasms and flames cascade around it as the Emperor opens the door and guides Goku to the control center. Why are you helping me? A second ago you were trying to end me. I saw the error of my ways, monkey. I realized there is no point holding back progress and whatnot. I needed to be set straight. That's where you came in. This is really strange. Goku doesn't know what to think of it, but they are in Frieza's ship, he did keep his promise, and they are heading to its bridge to get out of here. They get there, and calmly, Frieza activates the controls, and the craft begins to teeter and totter its way off the ground and hover into the dark red sky. Frieza is struggling, what with having only one arm, so Goku offers to help steer the craft out into space and to a safe location. King Kai is nervously watching, but really wish that Goku just iced him sooner. Pun definitely intended. If you know me, I do like my puns. When the ship reaches the outer atmosphere, there is no time to spare. Goku can see the sky change from red to a deep blue, as the stars begin to twinkle its welcome to outer space. They're going to make it. I don't know what to say, Frieza. You kept your word. Thank you. I'm glad you've finally seen sense. Frieza bows his head and smiles a little too sinisterly. Yes, indeed, I have seen sense. I know what my destiny will be. Yours, though. Frieza immediately blasts the cockpit window out and the space begins to suffer decompression. I'm sure ends here. Goku is using every fiber of his being to stay in position, but he can't power up as he has barely any energy left. Frieza is initially feeling very smug with himself. He had fooled this monkey. He had started to laugh his victory laugh, but this might have happened a little too soon. Goku grabs Frieza's remaining hand and powers up and begins to spin the Emperor around and around, outmatching his target's power. Goku roars with anger and sends Frieza flying out of the window before sending behind him a Kamehameha. Frieza cannot counter this, not realizing the extent of the energy gift he had received. Frieza is overwhelmed and is left being flung back towards the planet orbiting it just as it explodes. Goku can feel the heat of the explosion emanating from behind the ship and slams on every button possible to activate the blast shields, which he does with seconds to spare, flames licking within the cavern. Now with Frieza gone, he can take the ship far away from here. He slams what could be the controls to steer the ship and collapses on the floor of the bridge. Meanwhile, Frieza survived the explosion, but in not much better state than he was in the original story. Sure enough, King Cold had been observing and sends out a party to rescue his son, bringing him back on board. After what seems like weeks, Frieza regains consciousness. But, his response is not what it was in the original story. It's different. 
While he had been out of it, his mind had been rattled with the fact that not even the most dastardly of tricks had worked. The Saiyans had won. He was powerless to stop them. His plan had failed, and his daddy had seen the whole thing transpire. He was broken, figuratively and literally. King Cold can watch this going on in his son's face and looks perturbed. What had happened to him? He's not like himself at all. Frieza thinks to himself, Perhaps I should have just blasted him the first chance I got. After more time, Cold has a heart-to-heart with his son, asking him what had happened. Frieza, looking just as morose, tells his father the whole thing. Cold looks absolutely shell-shocked. The monkeys, they had gotten that strong? Frieza was no match for this Super Saiyan? My dear boy, what shall we do? Shall we set a course for this earth where the Saiyans are hiding? Show them how strong you are now with your upgrades? You deserve to enact your vengeance. How dare they hurt my precious son? Normally, Frieza would be reveling in this idea. A chance to get his revenge, destroy another planet, where that monkey lives? Oh, normally this would have been great. But there is no reaction other than turning away. It's useless, father. They will only get stronger. They probably are already. I found out about their way to get stronger when they survive great injury. That... Goku. He's probably even more powerful than when I pretended to rescue him. Cold's eyes open. You what? You're feeling soft for this Goku now, boy? Did you want to see him live? No, I wanted to trick him and... Cold's eyes then narrow. No son of mine would have done something so long-winded and risky. This went disastrously wrong. I never taught a child of mine to place so much risks in such a maneuver. The freezer I know would have taken them out on the spot without mercy. You've changed, and not in a good way. Perhaps this new dawn of Super Saiyan is not something you should be facing head on. I need to make some arrangements. Cold gets up and without another word, leaves Frieza's quarters. Not long after that, Frieza is stripped of his title as Lord Frieza, Emperor of the North Galaxy, that title going back to his father, albeit temporarily. Hopefully he would see sense eventually, but the father doesn't see much hope. Frieza, as far as he was concerned, had lost his status and his empire. He had lost everything. When Frieza next gets to talk to his father, now the king again, he is met with an Icy reception. What do you want, boy? I have an empire to fix after you messed it up. You're lucky your brother isn't here. I'm nice like that. He smirks sourly. Frieza then tries to persuade his father to give him his empire back for another chance, but his father doesn't want to know. As far as Cole's concerned, Frieza is clearly not fit to rule where there are Super Saiyans around and the likes of Vegeta knocking around as well, more powerful than ever. If Frieza was going to be soft with a Super Saiyan, it could happen again, and Cold won't want that. Frieza is sparking with anger at this, and Cold revels in this resentment. Hmm, is my baby boy all mad? Come now, I saved you from the big bad monkeys. They scared you so. It's all for your own good, my son. Frieza powers up and tries to attack Cold directly. He has had enough, and it connects. 
Culver shocked. His own flesh and blood attacked him? This will not do. Cold lets out a roar and powers up to his own final form and counters Freeze's attack. That was a big mistake, boy. Cold rips off Freezer's mechanical arm and tosses it aside before kicking Freezer down to the main floor of the throne room. I never want to see you again. You disgrace me. This desperate tactic was the final straw for Cold. Freezer was clearly too unstable to rule. He had proved it himself. On the way back to his room, Freezer watches the hangar as the latest mothership is being finalized for inspection. In the distance, he can see a ship hidden behind various crates as the construction efforts for the big ship are being wound down. He has a plan. He heads for the hangar, but before he enters, Berry Blue, his nanny, spots him and knows what he's up to. If you go, you can kiss your life here goodbye. I don't think your father would tolerate somebody who would resort to be sneaking around like this. It's not like you. Risa grits his teeth and holds himself back from attacking her. This is his nanny, after all, the only person who had shown any kind of affection towards him. He will not attack her without good reason. I fear, Berry Blue, that I may have already kissed this place goodbye. Now, leave me be. It's time for me to find some answers. One thing is for sure. I won't find any here. Berry Blue watches Freezer slink away to the ship, hobbling on his robotic legs, still somewhat damaged from the scuffle with cold, but chooses to let him go. This may be yet another life lesson that the young boy needs to face. She is pretty relieved that he hadn't attacked, though. With that, Freezer heads to the ship to take it, but meets resistance, as cold has stripped Freezer of any clearance to be there. Big mistake, you scum. Freezer then immediately tears apart the guards and gets onto the small vessel, piloting it clumsily out of the hangar and off of Freezer Planet One. Or should that be Cold Planet One? Cold has heard everything going down. He can even see the ship shakily flying away and allows it to fly away for the moment. I didn't think I would end up with two failures. Looks like it's time to head back to the drawing board. And that's where we're going to be leaving things for right now. I do hope that you enjoyed this story, and if you would like to hear more on this very podcast channel, then do subscribe and do share this around if you are someone who is looking for some Dragon Ball stories away from the official timeline. Until our next show, or even the next What If story on here, I thank you for listening, and do take care out there. See you around. Bye.